the Secretary General of NATO, Jens Stoltenberg, tweeting in the last few minutes uh, condemning the attack and also saying, our priority remains to evacuate as many people to safety as quickly as possible. Live to Washington now, here's our correspondent Simon Marks. Well, Eddie, an abiding and growing sense of crisis enveloping the White House and the Biden administration now. Everything that had been planned for today has been scrubbed with the exception uh, of the national security meeting that the president was holding in the White House Situation Room at the very moment. Reports first came in of those explosions in Afghanistan, some of them relayed by witnesses who saw what happened at Kabul airport. There was an explosion that happened inside the crowd a lot of people got hurt i think some of the americans they got hurt too and so people are running around i got a baby girl that she was five years old she died right in my hand there has been american persons injured um again there was a firefight that broke out was this would be a perfect scenario for a suicide bombing and we just cause mayhem. Now, as we reported an hour ago, the Pentagon is describing this as a complex attack, which is a military term of phrase uh, that is used to describe in this incident, first of all, uh, a, a suicide bomb attack that appears to have been launched against the Abbey Gate to the north of Kabul Airport. If you've watched the dramatic television reporting that we've all witnessed over the last few days, that's the gate where thousands of Afghans have been clamouring, seeking uh, entrance to the airfield itself, but it's also the gate uh, where people with American passports, British passports and other foreign passports have often uh, been urging US troops and sometimes British troops to give them access to the airport. Uh, Additionally, uh, beyond the suicide bomb attack, uh, there appears to have been some kind of gunfire that was directed uh, at US forces who at the time were patrolling that uh, corner uh, of the airport. The State Department in a memo to staff has indicated that as many as four US troops have either been wounded or killed in that first attack. Then there was a subsequent second blast at the Baron Hotel close to the Abbey Gate uh, north of uh, Kabul Airport. That is the hotel where American citizens over the last several days have been told to congregate as they prepare for evacuation from Afghanistan. We don't have any uh, confirmation uh, of fatalities from American officials yet. The Taliban claims 13 people died at the scene, uh, but there are videos um, circulating and proliferating on social media from that sewage canal uh, that uh, lies just outside the airport perimeter fence in Kabul that would suggest that the death toll may be substantially higher than 13. President Biden uh, was due around about now to be holding meetings with the Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett. Those uh, at the very least have been postponed and reporters from Israel have been told to leave the White House so it may well be that that meeting has been entirely scrubbed. A morning press conference by the Pentagon has not materialised. We're now told that they might be speaking to reporters at around about 6 o'clock in the evening UK time. The White House daily press briefing, which was supposed to be getting underway soon, has also now been delayed. Uh, No indication yet as to when we may hear from Jen Psaki, the President's press secretary, or from the President himself. The Defence Secretary Lloyd 
Austin has now returned to the Pentagon after those crisis meetings this morning that were already framed by the fears of uh, a terror strike at the airport. Remember that last night, the US simultaneously with the British governments uh, and the government of Australia warned their citizens not to head to the airport because they said they had credible evidence that ISIS-K, that remnant group of Islamic State operational in Afghanistan, was planning to attack the airport. And of course, President Biden himself earlier in the week attempted, I think, really to prepare the American public for the possibility of a terror strike targeting U.S. troops at the airport, allied forces, and, of course, the American citizens, British citizens, uh, other foreign nationals and Afghans who have supported Western efforts over the last 20 years in uh, Afghanistan as they gathered at the airport, airport in Kabul seeking evacuation. They're real and significant challenges that we also have to take into consideration. Every day we're on the ground is another day we know that ISIS-K is seeking to target the airport and attack both U.S. and allied forces and innocent civilians. Now, within the last hour or so, we've seen reports that White House and Pentagon staff are calling individual members of Congress and urging them to stop telling American citizens to head to the airport. Part of the chaos that we've been charting here in Washington and on the ground in Afghanistan over the last several days is that you have individual members of Congress, like MPs in London, who are being contacted by their constituents who are either stuck in Afghanistan or served in Afghanistan and are trying to get their interpreters and other support staff out of the country. And some of those members of Congress have been saying to those American citizens and others in Afghanistan, head to the airport. Uh, the State Department and White House officials now calling individual members of Congress and telling them to stop doing that. President Biden now facing the most consequential decision of his presidency so far. Does he continue trying to evacuate the 1,500 Americans the State Department says remain in Afghanistan and the tens of thousands of Afghans, including many who already have visas to travel to the United States? Or does he order the U.S. military to get out as soon as they can in order better to protect themselves from any further terror attack? He is under pressure now from his fellow Democrats on Capitol Hill. We've just had a statement from Bob Menendez, the senator who chairs the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, a Democrat. He is in Greece at the moment, holding uh, conversations there with the Greek government. He says that he understands that American personnel were among the casualties today. His prayers are with them. As we wait for more details to come in, one thing is clear, he says. We can't trust the Taliban with Americans' security. This is a full-fledged humanitarian crisis, he writes, and the U.S. government personnel already working under extreme circumstances must secure the airport and complete the massive evacuation of American citizens and vulnerable Afghans desperately trying to leave the country. We've heard from other other top Democrats on Capitol Hill, uh, Capitol Hill, who are also saying it is vital for the evacuation efforts to continue. So what is President Biden going to do? What is he going to say? 
when are we going to hear from him and uh, how much concern does the White House have about the possibility of more attacks at the airport uh, taking place in the hours uh, ahead uh, and what on earth uh, are the arrangements going to be whenever US forces leave Kabul airport, how are they going to create the security that they will need as they depart, uh, given that at the moment they are already, it would seem, sitting ducks for uh, terror strikes launched by ISIS-K or any other militant Islamists who want to further humiliate the United States and international forces in Afghanistan. It is a desperate position for any American president to find themselves in and, of course, an even more desperate tragedy for those Afghans and others at the airport today who have been killed and wounded. Simon Marks reporting for LBC Live from Washington, just hearing NBC News reporting that three US Marines were injured in the attack.